Hey everybody, welcome back to the Jesse Nyberg podcast. I'm here with the designer Jasmine. She's really talented and I'm excited to talk to her and it's two in the morning where she's at, but she looks awake enough and ready to go for the interview. Yeah. How are you doing? Why did I just suddenly get like really nervous? I don't know. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Um, um, I'm like a bit inactive on my Instagram right now, but I'm, I've been working on these two projects for feels like feels like three months, four months already, but it's only been like, I think since the end of 36 days. Oh, okay. I haven't, yeah, I haven't stopped working and like I took on two projects at the same time. And, and they're pretty big. Mm, initially it was supposed to be like four and thank god like two of them turned turned me down eventually so like now i'm just doing these two ones yeah it's good i'm like i'm like honestly really really burnt out but like in a good way yeah (laughs) like i get that i don't hate what i do yeah how do you kind of balance um doing all the is that why like when you notice when you're having more projects you become a little less inactive on the internet because you kind of have that stuff to handle I think first even when, no even when i'm not like doing any projects i'm still like not the most active instagram user i think yeah yeah i feel like it um, i don't know people look some people have like different ways of looking at it like you have good work and the stuff you post is is usually like really good and i feel like when you have a, like a nice consistent style and you post even enough to like just keep people there and entertained, it doesn't really matter if you're you're there like all the time as long as you're not just posting bad stuff every once in a while. If you're posting good work every once in a while, that's better than yeah. a bunch of whatever stuff, you know? Yeah, and yeah, that's the thing. Like every work I put out, like I have to be like a hundred percent like. I'm proud of this shit. Like, this is, like, look at this. Everyone, look at this. Yeah. And that's for, like, every post I do. Not to be, like, boastful or anything, but, like, that, like that's going on my Instagram for, like, my friends to see, like. Right. I feel like that's a good mm-hmm. way of looking at it, though, because I think the way that a lot of people nowadays look at stuff is, like, you know, content and, like, <laughs> just getting all this stuff out there. But at the end of the day, like, if people aren't, if people aren't familiar with your work or they're not, uh, or they don't know you from other like channels or platforms, if you put out something that you're not like super confident in and you don't think is your best like representation of yourself, then that could be like the only thing they end up seeing, you know? And then that's like their impression of you. And you, even though you have like all this amazing other work. Yeah. It's really funny because like the, the one of the clients that I'm working with right now, or like the last few clients, mm-hmm. they would, they would reach out to me and like I think like oh they're interested in my like most recent work because that's what you see first, right? Right. But like when I like I always like email them like oh, okay so what is it from my Instagram that like you have like any references so we can like start with that. Mm-hmm. They always reference the ones from like October last year. Oh like, really? Wait. Yeah, so, like, weird. Cool. So, like, I don't really feel the need to, like, uh, keep up. Yeah. Once this stuff's already there, it's kind of, like, 
uh, if they're referencing old mm-hmm. stuff anyway, you feel like you're not that pr- like pressed to be like putting out tons of new content and whatnot. Yeah, I've just like I don't know. I don't see the appeal in that anymore. I at the beginning, yeah, like I want to get a lot of followers, a lot of likes, but now I just don't like. <laughs> I yeah, don't, I don't. Um, yeah. can you give uh, people a little bit of background on you like as a designer and how you kind of got into it? Mm-hmm. Long, long, long story. Uh, <laughs> cause, like I've always been interested in like art first, but like I wasn't ever good in drawing or like right. human anatomy or anything. But I liked, I guess I figured out I like design um, but I say this, I didn't end up going to design school first. I ended up in like a, like a different school because my grades weren't good enough. And it was like some national exams, like really competitive. And I ended up in this like engineering course. It was like one of the last few options. And I was there for about like three semesters, I think. Mm-hmm. And hated every second of it. I only stayed for like friends but like after a while I got like really sick of it and I thought like okay I cannot go to this school anymore I'm gonna do design um yeah like my plan was just to drop out at first but I couldn't like drop out and like tell my friends like okay I'm gonna drop out without like a plan b so like I looked into like design school and stuff I don't know why I didn't just do that in the first place because like yeah they didn't really like focus on your grades like mm. at all um you just needed like a portfolio and the thing was i didn't have one like up until was it so when i dropped out i had like four months to prepare like mm-hmm. something to show them like this take me in this school like i want to do design i don't want to do like yeah. anything right now um and like what i thought was design so, like funny enough was like watercolor paintings like uh-huh. what i thought was typography was like calligraphy like you know those right. like yeah really like basic white mom stuff um <laughs> yeah and they took me in because i don't know i think it was the way i i don't really know actually i think it was the way i expressed myself and like answering their questions that was more important right so like yeah i got in the day of the interview really cool yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, I think. Can you try uh, hitting that fan real quick? I think I might it, it might be picking up a little bit now. Oh really? Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> but don't, I, if if you get like super hot or something, you could turn it on. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, I was starting to make like some weird little buzzing noises, but anyway, yeah, I think that. Uh, when you're first starting out in design and like especially applying to like schools and stuff uh, it's very nervous but I think that you're not really expected to like have this crazy grasp of like the programs or like typography or like all these design theories like I think they're mostly looking at um, like lack of for lack of a better word or like term like your design thinking you know like if you're even going to be like available to like do these types of projects and like how you actually like I'm sure that like the more outside the box and like the different things you approach the better I remember when I uh, applied 
like everyone just had like pencil drawings and shit, you know, like no one really had like any experience with yeah, like normal. actual design. Yeah. And I had like some illustrator stuff from high school and it was just like shitty, like vector shapes that I like created. And I felt like even that was like, wow, like he's used illustrator before. Like that's like a little bonus, you know, yeah. even though it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. It's really funny because like, what you said about design thinking and they're asking you about that. One of the questions that they asked me, I still remember to this day was, what does the color purple mean to you? Really? Like what? <laughs> yeah, like what? What am I supposed to say? Like straight out of like engineering course school, like, uh. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's <laughs> pretty heady. Uh, I don't even I, remember what I said. To... Yeah. Yeah. I feel like some of that stuff can get like pretty, I don't know. I guess like pretentious or like kind of like over the top with like those kind of answers. I was talking with yeah. um, this dude on Instagram the other day and he was doing a poll about that. Cause he took a, he took a picture of like a little design article and it was like some like old designer saying like the color purple is not allowed in the studio. Like it's a banned color I or whatever. I think I saw that like on Twitter or something. Yeah, something similar. Yeah, and I was like, and he was, he basically did a poll, like, what do you think about this? And I said, like, I don't agree with that. I mean, I don't, it's not my favorite, but I don't know if I would like write off purple forever. I might need it someday, you know? The logic behind that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. know. It's pretty weird. Um, so weird. You're from Singapore, right? Yes. Okay. I, I was always wondering a little bit about, because I've never really, chatted with anyone from there and I was kind of curious how is like graphic design or I guess like design career paths in general like looked at over there is it like common or is it like a mm. good like is it like do I guess do older generations think it's like a good idea and stuff like that I think it's not sure I think it's a good mix mm. um I don't know. For my my circle, my parents at least, they're like, because my dad's a, he's an interior designer. So <laughs> like in, in my family is pretty, we're like really creative. Um, and we kind of like encourage, they kind of encouraged me to go to design too. Um, yeah. As for like friends. Yeah, I think it's pretty common. It's not like looked down upon, but I think the more like popular um, routes would be like more people would take like business and stuff like that. That's mm. like like the most successful you can successfully can go. But yeah, there's still like some really respectable, highly respectable design studios here, which like I wanted to go to before, but like no, no anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. I feel like there's kind of, there, there's a lot of studios and, and like tech companies and things like that in like these metropolitan areas all over the world that you would never even think of. Cause I feel like people in the United States, like they're always just thinking about like the big three, like maybe, you know, like LA, New York, and like maybe like nowadays, like Seattle or Austin or San Francisco or something like that. When, a lot there's like the best studios some of them are all in like europe and things and like there's so many 
like mm-hmm. things around the world, even in, in uh, Asia and Africa and all over. And I think that um, with the internet, it's cool because you're exposed to a lot more of that and you like design has become a lot more like the entire globe contributes to like the aesthetic of like what's going on. People are actually seeing like, oh, this is going on here. This is going on there rather than before. I'm sure it was a lot more like condensed geographically. Mm-hmm. True. Um, yeah. Funny you say that because even like I used to be when I was in school, I used to be like really inspired by all these like international studios. I remember at one point I wanted to like, it was like my dream to apply at, what was it? Was it Buck? Have you heard of mm. Buck Studios? I like yeah. the animation. Yeah, it's I over here. Yeah, they have it there. They have like the was that one in like New York, I think. Mm-hmm. And because I took motion graphics as my minor in when I was in school, and like I thought, like okay, I'm just gonna go to one of those three places. Right. Like one, one, the other one was like Sydney or something. But now, like, um, now, like I don't know. Like I think freelance is the way. It's just like I think the appeal for working full-time at like an agency just died down for me I haven't like even um I haven't even like put my portfolio together yeah like my resume together ever since like I grad because I graduated last year okay and I haven't got like the motivation to like get things together and then I got on Instagram then that's where I just like it just happened like really fast and I just got my clients and like okay I think I'm set I think like what like what's the point of like working on my like on a really fancy portfolio for like big studios to see when like I can just do Instagram I guess yeah I don't know yeah I think especially with with um like this past year and in COVID and stuff too I think that it made a lot of people look at like what they really value in like their career in terms of like the studio is cool. And like when I first graduated, I always fantasized about kind of working in like a small, like 10 person studio, like open floor plan and like this kind of cool, like art vibe. But then like I've worked with some of those companies, freelance and stuff, but like being on your own now, like, I don't know, like it's hard to put a price on like the freedom to like do things when you want to do them and like be able to work like on your own time. And like, it is more stressful, I guess, in a sense to freelance because it's not as guaranteed, but I feel like the, the highs of it are like pretty rewarding and kind of make up for like the stressful times or maybe the times where you don't have as much work. Um, yeah, but then I wouldn't be able to like, I want to like agree, but I wouldn't be able to compare because like, I just went straight into freelance. Yeah. Like I never, never done any, like any internship before, not even when I was in school. So like, Mm. I don't know what that's like. Um, Yeah. Maybe I'll still try it out someday. It's not like I'm like not open to the idea of it, but Right. right now it's like, it's good. So I'll just keep this up for as long as I can. Yeah. And also you're very young, so you, you don't have to 
it's not like you have yeah. to commit now to be like nope freelance forever you know no studios i'm sure yeah. you'll have different thoughts on it as as you grow up and throughout the different years and everything mm-hmm. i don't have like i don't like making like like five-year plans or, mm-hmm. you know those type of, oh, i'm gonna go to new york one day no i just like you know, whatever happens in the moment like i'll just i'll just take the opportunity yeah I think that's good because like don't get me wrong sometimes I get stuck in like my ways of like everything has to be planned out and scheduled but once it gets like too far ahead of time it's kind of like how would you even know what's what's going to be happening then you know like no one would have planned for COVID like no one can plan for any other natural disasters you can't plan for like what's going on with politics like there's so many things that for you to say like in five years I'm going to be doing this it's almost like I don't know like conceited in the way that you think that like you can figure out something that far in advance it seems kind of impossible COVID's like literally changed everything like how we think about things in the future like oh anything can happen so like yeah Yeah. it's not worth it I think um obviously like COVID all the bad things that happen with it like suck and I don't think that it's an equal trade-off or anything but the good things in terms of what it did to people's like mindset I think is positive because I think people now value a lot more like just like they were working in jobs that they didn't like or they were doing things that like just kind of stuck in like this mindless state almost in a way of like whatever like the day-to-day and then it made people kind of think like damn these people can just fire me at any time or like something like this can happen. And do I really want to be doing this? Like, I think the good things that happen out of it is a lot more people like took chances and kind of like pursued these own things. And like, I don't know, I probably would have never done this or even like the channel without COVID. Cause I was just like at my house and I didn't like when I don't work for a while, I start to get like anxiety and I don't know what to do. So it gave me something to do. And, I think that I'm glad that I'm not glad that COVID happened, but I'm glad that I was able to, you know, like swing it in a positive note at least. Mm-hmm. It's like it's made us take more risks. Mm-hmm. The same for me. Like I wouldn't have started my Instagram if it weren't for COVID. Yeah, I think I think right now, if it weren't for COVID, if if COVID didn't happen, I would probably be like in a like a nine to five job, like 100%. Because I don't know, like the pressure of like finding a job, job is like Mm -hmm. real. Like you see your friends just even like during lockdown, like I saw my friends like just applying for like, you know, just going to like every studio. Like, but like no one's going to take you because like they're all like, (laughs) they're all like not accepting people. I don't know why, like. I just didn't mm-hmm. bother, like, I didn't bother, like, applying for any jobs, because, like, yeah. Yeah. So, lucky, like, my Instagram thing happened. Like, I'm just, a lot of it is luck, though. Like, there's, like, the risk that we take, but then there's also, like, luck. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm super lucky, like, how I got here. I still don't understand, like, I don't even post so often. I don't know how that happened, literally. Yeah. I think, um, I forget the, 
there's this guy that I watch on YouTube. I referenced him before, and I feel like his name's Ali Abdal. And um, I feel like I'm just always giving him free plugs. But the the he he had this like formula where he was saying like success. It's it was something like um, luck plus skill plus like unfair advantages or something like that. And so like what that what he basically equated that to is like. For example, like your unfair advantage was that you had all this time to like post on Instagram and grow this account, even though like maybe someone else wouldn't have that same like time to invest in that. Or like my unfair advantage is I live where, live where I live. So I'm able to connect with specific type of people and like it's and then all that combined with your skill obviously matters. But then luck too and timing, like when you put all that together, th- good things can happen. And it's about kind of you kind of want to assess like, what is my unfair advantage? Like what can I use that other people don't have to like propel me ahead in like my career or in life and just figure it out from there. That's true. Like, yeah, my, I guess my unfair advantage would be like, I'm literally just at home all day. Like the lockdown for us was like, I think, I think a good two months mm. and even after after that like we still had to stay home it wasn't like completely lifted so yeah like having my instagram just made me stay home more like we're allowed to like go out now but like mm-hmm. i'll still stay home like i have designing to do yeah yeah what um like a lot of the stuff you've been doing recently i feel like with the 36 days and just like the style that's a little bit different than the stuff you're talking about that you used to do. What, um, is that like, what programs do you use for that? Is it just illustrator and Photoshop? Cause I feel like it has a lot of, like it has so much yeah. depth to it. It almost is like 3d. You know? I, use, I use all. So getting to 3d wasn't even like my plan at all. I think mm-hmm. like, 36 days of type is like just a really impulsive thing that like I was using that to like uh, practice my the style that I was developing I think it was like what I called it like fake 3D because like I only use Illustrator and Photoshop and yeah. like real 3D programs so I call it fake 3D and like okay I'm gonna keep doing this until until Z and then until 9 but then like halfway I think it was letter O um so I've been using just Illustrator and Photoshop mm-hmm. all the way from A to O. And then for O, I was like, I can't get this right. Like it's not it's not like looking like how I imagine it to be. I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna open Blender. Like it's not gonna be hard. I used it once before and like I had so much confidence. Yeah. And like it didn't work the first time. I got so mad, I just like closed the pl- I closed the program, like, okay. I missed one day of 36 days of type. Like, is this worth it for 3D? Then, like, the thing that I was doing wrong was, like, I was just skipping through the tutorials. I wasn't being patient enough. And that's mm-hmm. why I didn't catch anything. Um, then I started over again the next day. And I did really... I really liked it. I, I liked the O. And then I thought, ah, fuck. Like, is this, is this going to be the start of me using 3D? And then, yeah. It was a start of me using Blender for like everything. You know? Yeah. Never like ex- I wasn't even interested in like 3D design at all or 3D art mm-hmm. at all. 
and now I'm like watching tutorials and shit like that. It's so weird. Like everyone I see on Instagram, especially like once they start using 3D, it's like they just never return to like whatever they were doing. It seems like like they go 3D and then like all their stuff's 3D after that. And like I always find it like interesting because I love like I love like doing things that aren't 3D and I'm like worried that if I do 3D that I'm going to fall into like that same rabbit hole and just be like loving 3D. So have, get... you, have you tried it yet? No. Like using Blender? I've been talking about it forever. I feel like I need to hold myself accountable at, at some point. Do, just do one design like like and don't my advice is don't watch the donut tutorial i mean don't try to like sit through everything and think like okay i can do this now just like search for specific tutorials and then like that's how i did it like just figure out the thinking. stuff you want to do basically yeah like let's imagine and like okay i think like the keywords for the tutorial you, you search it up on youtube and then like from there they'll be like recommended and they're like oh that looks cool and then like yeah like what you imagined it to be will turn out to be like a happy accident that's probably way nicer i'm sure i'm sure like i would like it though yeah because i i had the same i don't post a lot of it on um on instagram but for some client work and a lot of work i was doing at my previous day job i was using after effects a lot like for fairly simple things but a lot of ads and things like that and i was always hesitant to use it because just like timelines kind of scared me but once i got into it uh, it's the same way. It's so complicated if you try to watch like the beginner like videos and stuff. But when I was just looking up like, oh, how to do this like typography stuff or like how to do these specific animations like in transitions, it's not that mm-hmm. it makes it a lot more like humanizing when you figure out a few things, you start to feel better about it. Like, oh, shit, I actually know how to do a few things now. Yeah. Just like just practice like, doing it every day. I got used to After Effects quickly because i had to rush it for one one project like yeah. a group project oh, <laughs> and, really? like they all left me to do it to learn like this thing on my own so i basically mastered it because my group project my group mates left me to do it um and it was like the timeline was like i had to do it in like a week mm. it was like a three minute animation like okay i can do this and like all my days were just like after effects tutorials after effects tutorials yeah and then i got used to it from there but that was like when i was in school and i have to like like brush up on that yeah yeah i think that's the best way to learn though when you're kind of thrown into the fire of like that yeah the the unexpected way (laughs) yeah it's like it puts the pressure on and you, you almost like your brain like starts working like overtime you know and you're just like trying to do all these things at once and it's like it sucks in the moment and but then you finish it and you kind of get that you know it's like like, similar to like you go for like a run or something or like you accomplish something like that it's like that same feeling where after you're like that sucked in the moment but it's like the runner's high like after like that was cool like i learned so much shit Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. exactly same with blender just try yeah i'll do it i've been i've been talking to that dude like pork a little bit about it and uh he keeps telling me like you gotta do it and i'm like i want to yeah i I think i actually got into blender because of him Mm -hmm. um not directly but like because i've been seeing a lot of 
Blender stuff. Oh yeah, he was doing um 36 Days of Type. Yeah. In all 3D, right? So I, yeah, I, I believe so. I guess I was kind of inspired by him. Yeah. Yeah, when you see like people you know that you know hadn't done it before, like get into it fairly quickly, it gives you like the confidence a little bit to be like, oh, okay, maybe it's not like this crazy task. Um, I was curious though, like obviously before you you use Blender, you said it only happened after like the O, so that was like I think a few months. What was kind of the process like that you used between like Illustrator and Photoshop, like for your final designs were you kind of going back and forth between the programs so um for the concept i already like have it sketched out first sketched mm-hmm. out like on a notebook and then i like take a picture trace it out in illustrator first mm-hmm. um then i'll work with like the 3d is it a 3d object tool in oh, okay. illustrator I, like i already forgot um play with that a bit and like the, the blend tool and whatever then uh just transfer over to photoshop and then photoshop is where i play with colors mm-hmm. so it's like illustrator is like all the shapes and like form right. and whatever elements you want to add and then photoshop is coloring it um what else texture right and then that's yeah that's it so by the time you get into photoshop like in theory, like the the piece can almost be like already flat, right? Because you're kind of just messing with like the the hues and like the texture and everything. Like you've already designed for the most part. Oh, I miss one part. Like in Illustrator, I had I'd have to work in like it'll be in different layers, right? So I have to mm-hmm. like separate the layers so that in Photoshop, it, it's its own layers. Like there's a there's a way to export so you can make it like yeah. that. So in Photoshop, it's as if you're editing what you're what you did in Illustrator, like the same mm-hmm. copy. Yeah, because yeah, like it just... it's so much easier in Photoshop to handle like color changes and just like experiment with yeah. how you want something to look. Illustrator, when you're working in there, every every decision you make seems a lot more like final, you know, and you have to go into the yeah. swatches. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, like Illustrator feels feels a bit more dull. Mm-hmm. Than Photoshop, like this, just me. Like it looks. No, I agree. Like it's the same RGB, but like, why does Illustrator not look like the final? I don't know. I think I don't like know. Probably because it's they like prioritize like CMYK a little bit more, and like it, it's a lot more print, I guess. Stuff mm-hmm. keep handling it. I don't know. It's yeah. it's always weird to me too that a lot of these people that uh, I talk to whether it be like self-taught or it's mostly, I guess it's mostly self-taught designers that uh, some of them don't use illustrator at all. And uh, which is fine, but I always find that interesting because I use illustrator first, you know, like that was the first thing I had to learn in school. And like, we honestly didn't even use Photoshop that much at all when I was in school. So it's kind of weird that people are like, but then looking at it from their perspective, going from Photoshop to Illustrator, like the pen tool and stuff like that, it can be like pretty intimidating and weird. I never figured out how to use pen, pen just pen tool in Photoshop. Yeah, Wait, it is. Like pen tool, like to make like vector shapes. Uh-huh. Right, in Illustrator. What? I didn't, I didn't, oh, that's, 
okay, that's wow. I don't know. Yeah,、um, respect to them because like I also didn't learn Photoshop in school that much. They didn't even put pressure on us.、Mm-hmm. Um, so it was always Illustrator. Like all my classmates were like just Illustrator, Illustrator. They were also scared of Photoshop. Yeah. So, yeah. I feel like it was mostly for like. The stuff I did in like the photography classes and things like that, yeah, like yeah, we're yeah. mostly Photoshop. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, now it's like I mostly use Photoshop, or even if I don't use Photoshop the whole time, it's like what you were saying with like it's it's definitely involved in the process or in the workflow somewhere. Even if it's something as small as like taking in the final design just to mess with like the hue slider and see like if I can change anything up. But I don't know. It, it's it's cool because. Like everyone has different ways of of doing things and and different processes. So I was always yeah I was always curious how you you did some of that stuff because like you were saying, fake three D or whatever. Like I've seen some of your、uh, outline views and like they look pretty intense from Illustrator、mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah,、um, but there's like the whole debate about like which is better, Photoshop or Illustrator. Uh, no, like it's, it's apples and oranges, I, you know. I feel like if you use it both together, like that's you know、mm-hmm. more powerful. It's also like、mm-hmm. not. I don't know. It's comparing like the wrong things to each other. It's not even they're not <laughs> competitors. They、yeah. do different things, so it's kind of hard to say like this one's better. Same with like most people don't use InDesign, but I use it for a lot of like layout projects and like print stuff and. I mean, it's not better than Photoshop, I guess, but it's not. You're not doing the same things. It's better for what for what yeah, it does,、yeah. you know. So it's a yeah, it's better function for like typography. Hmm. Um. I was wondering, like, so your style, especially right now, it's very like I think honed and like specific. And have you ever thought about, like, um, I guess. Get into like creating any types of like assets or textures or anything like that.、Mm, I don't know. I don't know about textures because、mm-hmm. like I use textures from like True Grit. Oh, yeah, True Grit. Yeah, so like yeah, literally put in my the link in my bio. Like, just use this one because like every、Everyone、time、asks. I post something, yeah, like what's the one? Yeah, just go to True Grit. Mm-hmm. Um, but assets, I don't know. Like, I don't know what I would. I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. I, It's hard to think about that stuff. I just figured, like, I see a lot of people doing things, and I always want, I always try to think, like, oh, this person c- could probably do this too and be able to like succeed in it. But when it comes to like selling stuff, it kind of becomes. It's like a whole different like, mindset. Yeah, because I'm. Kind of getting into like typography, like seriously.、Mm-hmm. I didn't really learn it the right way, like in school, because my minor was wasn't typography, it was motion graphics. So I didn't, I didn't learn like all the technicalities, or, like, all the names and the shit. I've never made my own font before.、Mm-hmm. So when I get into that seriously, maybe I can sell like fonts or something. Yeah, that'd be cool. I just like I've never. Gotten to finishing it, so hard. Yeah, I've always wanted to make a a font myself, but it it's pretty like, like 
it's hard. I, I just don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want it to be bad. That's the thing. Like, I don't, if I put out a font, like I would want to spend like so much time on it. Like I, people put out fonts like 10 in like one year and I'm just like, holy shit, that's impressive. Did you see the guy for, I don't know if it was for 36 days of type, but it was around the same time. He did a typeface every day. Really? One type, like a whole typeface wow. a day. And then for, I don't know, I think a whole month or so, or maybe two weeks. I don't know. So he made every letter every day? whole typeface like a yeah. to Z, oh with the numbers zero. too damn the whole like all the glyphs crazy i don't know that's cool I maybe we'll have to yeah. figure out who that is and, and give him a, a shout out because that that's pretty impressive should, should invite him on yeah, yeah. Like I, yeah i would love to yeah. talk I'll, about that that's I'll, I'll find i'll find it and send it to you all right cool yeah, yeah um the the stuff that you do i know you spoke a little bit about it when you said that a lot of commissions and freelance work that you get comes in and you think that or it seems that a lot of people reference some of your older work would you say that that's the most common like situation most of the stuff you're working on freelance is that more typographic style you used to be doing yeah yeah the most common one it's like that one era Mm-hmm. like last year <laughs> so long ago like i almost forget how to like the like the process and everything but it's mainly just uh thick serif fonts with like like there's like a a bit of like custom type and like i just add mm-hmm. like some textures to give it like the vintage feel right that's the formula what kind of stuff um like are you getting commissioned for is it just like poster designs or is it like branding what 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 is it usually i get a bit of a bit of like branding a bit of like yeah posters and like everything like some um music like album covers that Mm. one i just like shared on my story recently that was the this artist like he was like my first um client from instagram and then so cool it's so cool to see like your your art on spotify that's yeah that's cool cool. yeah big accomplishment who is the artist miller blue like this from uk that's like i think it's indie pop or something okay cool yeah and so you get most of your clients then i guess through instagram that's where most people find you Mm mm-hmm instagram um i think some of i don't know sometimes like it's behinds because like i post my i was saying the music posters that that series of like the serif ones yeah i posted it on behinds and it, it kind of blew up so i don't know like they they see that on behinds but mm-hmm. then they'll dm me on instagram so I don't know exactly sometimes. Yeah. But most of them Instagram. It's kinda hard to track like the source of where people are coming from because it seems like Instagram is like so much more casual that they, they just people assume like they'll just message mm-hmm. you on there maybe, even if they found it on because like I don't know. I've never got a message on Behance, I don't think, but like I'm sure that other people get clients th- directly through there too. Yeah, I'll just start asking my future clients, like, where did you find me, by the way? Yeah, fill out this quick survey. 
<laughs> um, but on the hands, there was this, this one incident. It's so weird. Um, this studio, this ad agency reached out to me and they're kind of, I don't know if big, but they worked with big clients like mm-hmm. McDonald's, like all that stuff. Yeah. And around that time, I was like considering, okay, maybe I should find a real job job now. Cause like, this is a sign, like they're, yeah. they're literally in my DMs. Like I should just take it. And then, cause I didn't know anything about them. I, I, it's so professional though. I'm not going to call them out. The guy uh, messaged me like, you guys have WhatsApp? Yeah. Like, yeah, we have, he's like, oh, okay, can I send you a WhatsApp? I'm like, okay, just weird. And I said like, uh, can I just like, it's like, I want to know a bit more about like your company. Like I have, like the website doesn't really mm-hmm. say much. It's just like clients. I just want to know about like the culture and everything like that. So it's like my inquiry to them, but they took it as if like, I want, they took it as if like, I was agreeing to like an interview with them. Like as if they were going to interview me for a job. But yeah. I, I like, I, I wasn't like set on anything yet. I didn't know anything about the job. Um, yeah. Long story short, like on, on the call, it was like really strange. Um, it's so weird because like why did you reach out to me um and like compliment like my instagram stuff and then ask me about like um but can you do like a professional like commercial stuff can you do like for marketing Mm -hmm. food you know food brochures and shit like that like uh no i've i've never i don't have any experience in that and they're like um they're like trying to find other things for me, like more commercial work. But like, if you look at my, my Instagram, clearly yeah. there is no like, not commercial to like your standard. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you're just, they kept looking for that. And I said like, no, I have nothing. Um, but like, I kept talking about my Instagram, like stuff that I actually like. Yeah. And they see like, um, actually I think like you're really talented, but like your work is too trendy. Like your your Instagram, like everything you do is too trendy. That's like I was like so speechless. What do I say? Like you reached out to me. I wasn't here to to apply for a job, by the way. Yeah, that's like that's pretty um, condescending. Is that is that a compliment or like uh no, I don't (laughs) think I mean how it sounds like the con with the context it sounds like not a compliment honestly but it just seems very like condescending that they would um you know like why like say like we want to talk with you like we love your work and then start talking with you and start saying like hey we like what you do but can you do this instead it's like then just get the person that does that at that you know exactly like they had me like there for like 30 minutes talking about my stuff and like what i was actually passionate about and then Mm -hmm. they like Oh, but actually, can you, like, can you do this? Like, you know, this is, like, a good-paying job or stuff like that. Because yeah. we work with, like, big girls. That, like, from there, like, my, I guess that, like, defined my perception of, like, ad agencies. I know they're not all like that. But, yeah. like, that maybe not want to work for studios. 
Yeah. Uh, I'll just do that, I guess. I'll yeah, just and be like, trendy, I guess. <laughs> obviously, like, what you're doing is working, and you you caught these people's attention enough to reach out to you and you're getting your own clients in your own style. So I don't think that's what's cool about the internet. Like you don't even need those people really at the end of the day, you can work there if you want. And if you don't want to, that's also fine. You're still going to be able to be successful. Yeah. One last thing, like I'll stop talking about it after this, but like it's really weird how they were promoting their, like their job. Like, Oh, this is what we do. Um, like our past interns, they they know nothing about like commercial work, and then like they cry over just brushing up on the like burgers. They they cry over that. We make them cry over that. Like, are you ready to accept that? Like, will would you be willing to work with us to go through that? I <laughs> just like yeah, so speechless. Like, are you are you selling yourself or like are you making me not want to? you know so weird in their defense like i i used to work at a at this one agency where we did um key art like movie posters and stuff for netflix and things and they Mm -hmm. uh they're probably not lying because i worked with some other junior designers and interns and we'd be there sometimes till like 10 11 midnight and i think i saw i saw a few uh almost almost criers in my time there like we definitely got worked like crazy it's not I guess yeah. It's not a good environment. I I don't think at least. I imagine it's just like the same as, like deadlines. Like when you're in school, mm-hmm. like that deadline submission period. I see. Right. <laughs> Just imagine that, but in the workplace, I think. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know. I I think that it, it's hard to say because it. it there's a lot of it's like anything you know there's a lot of bad experiences of agencies and studios and then there's people I know I talk to and it's like they couldn't be happier in this like cool small studio they're in you know I think it yeah it's just like anything there's uh gonna be bad examples and there's gonna be Mm -hmm. good examples for sure for me it was just because that was the first like my first experience Uh uh-huh really like on a call with them Mm -hmm. and like oh no is this what you guys are like I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I'm still gonna. I guess I'm gonna find some better studios when yeah. I need a real job. What kind of? Uh, what are the? Can you talk at all about like the commissions you're working on? Are you just working on a few? Like, I don't. I can't really. Can't explain in depth, but mm-hmm. one of it is like merch. The other one is like a a logo for. Oh, cool yeah a logo yeah but they're big projects so just like revisions and revisions i like working with them though they're really nice um mm-hmm. they have like a very the the visuals that they have is very refined so like i like i like that good like then i don't have to like imagine for you yeah you know yeah sometimes it's nice to like work with brands that already have like a really established visual identity or like something to kind of work within because then it's not like every time you're not starting from like scratch you know there's something there's some substance there to build off of um what was I gonna ask you oh uh I was gonna ask you a little bit about so I probably 
I think I either met you on a blend of both Instagram and in uh, Elliot's server because I know you you uh, are involved in that a bit, and I was kind of wondering how you kind of met uh, met him and like what made you kind of get involved with with that whole like group and everything like that. Um, so I think it was it was also like the story is also like how I started my Instagram too. It's like all related. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like it was in lockdown. Um, really bored so I have I had my separate design account um, mm-hmm. and I was already following Elliot um, but he was just like I think he was doing like Instagram lives like Instagram evaluations on his insta live and, like, oh yeah I had, yeah I don't understand what is this kind of intriguing um, just watched one and then I think like the next few days he started streaming um and I joined like the very first stream, met like some cool people. And that's where we formed like the Discord community and like I made some good friends. Um, and yeah, and like around the same time, I didn't have any Instagram. I just felt like major FOMO because so cool. Like everyone has an Instagram, like everyone's like sharing yeah. their art. Like I don't have anything. So like, okay, I'm going to make an Instagram. <laughs> that's how, yeah, that's how I got involved. And became like one like a like a server mod and stuff Mm -hmm. that's cool i mean it sounds like that's a good like because i always felt like oh we're talking about i guess elliot is a cool guy if if i didn't kind of preface that but he has a really um interesting and kind of involved like discord community and server and uh, his twitch stream and things around called like the type house and um jasmine's pretty involved in there and it's pretty cool because he he's definitely created like a good community and like you were saying it kind of sparked your a little bit of more of your interest in pursuing your thing and i mean you almost have like ten thousand followers on instagram and that's a pretty short amount of time so that's that's pretty cool that it just kind of came out of that, you know, being like, oh, well, everyone else is doing it. Let me get into it. And I think what's good about those communities is that I don't think by any means Elliot like single handedly like brought these communities together. However, he did kind of spark a trend, I think, in people being a lot more um, caring and kind of like everyone has a Discord server now. It seems like everyone yeah. has a group yep. chat yep. or yep. like some kind of share page like it definitely almost yeah. like democratized like or something design in a way and made it a lot more like I don't know like for everyone I guess is the kind of for lack of I better guess. term. I wasn't there to like see it from before the type house form like I don't know what design Instagram is like because I joined like the same time mm-hmm. uh, the discord started but how do you say it? Like I yeah I realized like a lot of it's a trend I guess to like start a Discord design server. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean like so many right now in lost count. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a good thing. Like I've spoke with this uh, uh with a few other people, especially younger designers. Like uh I've been involved in design and like I guess the community of it online for I would say maybe a year or two longer only than like a lot of the uh, people I've talked to uh yourself um 
Emma, another episode, uh, and a few other people like that are kind of just, I don't know, whatever, younger designers. And it was definitely different. Like, um, there was a lot more pretentiousness around design. There was a lot more gatekeeping around design. And there was also just a lot more general, like, at least for me, like just fear in like posting your work and like people were really quick to like kind of roast you <laughs> online, like honestly. And like, I felt like everything was a bit more locked down. And what's funny is I think COVID is another thing that that kind of everyone was online. So it was kind of, yeah, I guess, yeah. let's be nice to each other and like everyone like <laughs> have fun online because that's all we got, you know? You can't really escape yeah. for it for a while. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Where, like, my luck comes in. Like, I found a Discord the same time I started my account. So, mm -hmm. like, I, I was super lucky to have, like, really supportive friends from the beginning. And they're still my friends today. It's going to be, like, one year, mm -hmm. like, next month. So fast. It's crazy. Yeah, it's really cool. I think um, I really like the state of like the the internet or whatever you want to call it right now around design and art and just kind of creativity because I think like I, I kind of spoke about this like too much now, but I think all like it's kind of all parallelly like worked to like to be more positive. You have people becoming more positive and creating more communities. You also have myself. I was like actually trying more to like do stuff online and, and be more active and actually like become a human, not just like post a random poster every like three weeks or whatever. And then also with COVID, yeah, like all the things kind of came together to form like a perfect opportunity for like community to get created and people to, feel a lot more involved and I think it's like a snowball effect when you see someone being more involved and, and being kind and being uh, I guess outspoken or like vulnerable whatever you want to call it, it 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 can inspire other people to think like well maybe I should try that instead of just being like nervous or scared or anything like that I guess what you said about like being more human on Instagram I agree um, it was like golden era during lockdown period because everyone was more, I feel like more wholesome and like, I don't know if it was because I was a smaller account or yeah, or cause like now I'm a bit bigger. I don't really, I don't feel like a small account anymore. I don't, it's not the same kind mm -hmm. of interaction. Um, right now I feel like might not be the same for everyone, but like my Instagram's been looking a bit like just ads. Like just like I get cause people are like COVID's not how do you say this? Like life's coming back to normal again. Mm -hmm. So like everyone's starting to work again. Like now like Instagram is like just like okay, promotion, promotion, promotion. Like I rarely see more art these days mm. um but i i get it like people have to like do what they have to do but i feel like during lockdown it was like like the best for me like the best era mm -hmm. I and i mean the same thank thank like thankfully so because 
it would have sucked if when when it was like peak lockdown and you couldn't go anywhere it would have sucked if like the internet sucked too and like you didn't even want to go there either at least you had that Mm -hmm. and i've met tons Mm -hmm. of people um this past year that probably wouldn't have interacted with and i also probably wouldn't have developed like as close of like a relationship with like i used to not really uh talk with the people i met online in a way as if like they were my friend you know they were just kind of we would just maybe sometimes reply to each other on twitter or instagram or discord whatever but now it feels a lot more like mutual i guess like kind of like how what do you like hey oh this is cool like what are you up to though not just like this is cool that's it it's yeah it's becoming a bit more than just like internet mutuals Mm -hmm. right like because now everything's online i guess i guess anyone can like really be our friend yeah Um, yeah it's really weird yeah it's it's definitely interesting and especially with like when i'm working with clients and working with freelancing not only with individuals but freelancing with um like companies like it's all online still like even though it's more open like everyone's kind of changed their perspective on like communication like they're kind of just like let's just do zoom like even though you're a few miles from here back in a year ago they would have wanted to meet at like the studio or at the coffee shop or, or something but now people realize like everyone's kind of like a pro at talking on video calls now like they've done it so much it's kind of like what do we really need to drive around LA traffic just to talk about this logo you know it's just smart convenient Mm -hmm. yeah um yeah I guess like same thing though like with as I with the I'm one of the type house instagram team members mm-hmm. there's like seven eight of us and we're all from like different parts of it they're like two from uk two from yeah. australia like like we're all like in different places and we're like there was a period of time where we would like regularly host collabs and it was so weird it, it's like am i like in an office with you guys it feels like we're all in the same room because like we're, yeah always constantly talking yeah it's really cool yeah yeah that stuff is cool and i think everyone can benefit from getting more involved with people online and just like obviously respect like your time and don't waste all your time on social media however the time that you do spend on it i think just think about it a little bit more and like see what what you can do to actually like create relationships and benefit from it rather than just like doom scrolling and getting insecure about likes or not posting your work or whatever. Like at the end of the day, all this stuff could just go away and well, you want to, you want to feel that you've like had a good time with it rather than a negative mm-hmm. relationship. Just post whenever you want. I like, I wish like the culture of like scheduled posting would just, you know, like I wish you'd stop that i wish it was a trend to not do it anymore yeah this is just so much yeah only post in the middle of the night from now on yeah (laughs) don't use hashtags or whoever yeah for sure and um one last thing i guess do you have any 
other plans upcoming for your for your Instagram page or anything like that after you're just finished? I know you finished the type stuff recently. Do you have anything on the horizon? It's like too many things. I don't know. It's just like all jumbled. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have like a million tabs open. Yeah. Um, but I'm definitely gonna work on some more 3D stuff because nice. like my client work is just like not letting me do that. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe finish a typeface. Don't know. I feel really ambitious right now when I'm doing client work. Then when I'm actually free, it's like okay, maybe I'm gonna do it. Yeah. It's it's so weird. Like why is it always like that? Um. But yeah, those two things for sure. But maybe like I've been saying this for like six months now. Like maybe I'll actually start making prints. It's really yeah, hard. Do like, it. I just like shipping. I live in Singapore. I know it's yeah. it sucks. It's hard. I've I've thought about oh. it, and I feel like my fifty percent of my target audience I'd have to exclude if I wanted to make any money. Like so many people yeah, exactly. are from different countries. So I don't. I'll, I guess, spend more time figuring that out than actually making the prints itself. No. Um, but yeah, that's what I have in mind. Awesome. And is there anything else that? Uh, you want to plug before we get out of here and go over to the Patreon for the Q&A? Mm, just like cool type, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So check out, uh, it's cool.type uh, for Jasmine's work on Instagram. And then you have some stuff on Behance too, right? It's just your name. Yeah. can like see in my link in bio. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So go check out uh, Jasmine's link in bio and... Go over to the Patreon if you want to learn a little bit more and hear about this little Q&A we're going to do. And thank you again for chatting with me. It was awesome. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.